Hey Joe, what you got there? Oh, this old thing? The party in a can? Yeah, it's a party in a can. Notice that only I'm the one who has one. I don't like where this is going. Let's start keeping <laughs> <laughs> Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Tuesday Game. This is your DM, Alex. Uh, I just want to take a minute to thank you for tuning into another episode. You can go to our website, SwissArmyScorpion.com, where you'll find a lovely new group photo down in the crew uh, area. See if you can spot which which of us is Nick and Joe, the, the two who adorably love to argue who loves to party more. But anyway, uh, as always, you can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, you can talk to us on Reddit, Twitter, Facebook, send us an email, all that good stuff. Anyway, hope you enjoy episode 8, Off to Boarding School. Maybe I'll go with that. Cack! I think that means semen. Ooh. When we last left off, everyone was sleeping. And yeah. leveling up. And leveling up. So yeah, actually, before we really get into it, let's, uh, let's explore level 2. What's everybody's level 2? Talk about, like, some new feats or abilities that you guys got. Joe, why don't you start? The Masked Helmet, known for his incredible fighting prowess, minus all the times he lost in a fight, he high-rolled some HP and totally got eight more hit points, plus one, nine more hit points. He's built like a tank, took some new background skills. Yeah, I'm totally ready to start smashing face with all my armor and and my weapons. You picked up a, a cool new feat, right? I did pick up a cool new feat. In true masked helmet fashion, I took catch off guard. I no longer get a penalty for improvised weapons. And uh, if the person that I'm not going to murder but attack <laughs> is unarmed, they're flat footed. So Very be cool. prepared for some improvised weapons. Very cool. Tom. Yes, Graham didn't get too many things, but he did get an extra two spells known. That's pretty uh, big. Adding to the spellbook is always up. nice. Yep. Uh, now, I, m- I meant to ask you, Tom. You so a little while ago, you got yourself a second spellbook. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, are you planning to consolidate those, or are you just walking around with two spellbooks? I am obviously looking to consolidate them. Actually, in the second book, because it looked nicer. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe that was leather bound, and uh, it was it was a nice. It was, a, it was pretty it was a nice little book. Very yeah. organized. Yeah. The only other th- cool thing that I got was I got uh, seven more hit points. That's uh, weak. Oh, that's that. Oh, so the wizard got seven hit points and the fighter got nine. That's oh, you're a wizard. Yeah. 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 Oh. The wizard <laughs> is currently at fifteen. Uh, all right, Nick. Manny really didn't pick up too much. He got an extra AC point for nimble, and other than that, really, it was just skill points and a couple save points. Okay. Well. He's already such a badass. He, they were just like, you can take a level off, let the others catch up. Hey, you got you got your firearm back, so you're you you you've definitely got an edge already. And soon you'll point it at enemies. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe soon allies become enemies. Oh, intrigue! All right, Matt, what do you got? All right, for the scald, I ended up getting uh, second level. I got versatile performance, which allows me to use my perform skill. In place of both diplomacy and sense motive. 
So both of those just got significantly better. That's cool. That's a good way to consolidate skill ranks. Yeah, it is. Now, I also got an ability called Fearless Raider. It gives me an extra resistance to fear effects. I get plus four on saving throws against fear. And uh, any DC to intimidate me also goes up by four. Ooh, cool. Yeah, that's part of my uh, dragon skull archetype. That's that's meant to mostly just kind of uh, be like a Viking archetype. Yeah, right? it's, it's like a like a it's the actual seafaring skull archetype. Yeah. Okay. All right. So now that we're all level two, I want to uh, I want to just kind of back up and let's talk about the crew at large. Correct me if I'm wrong, but to my count. You guys have made seven allies since you uh, started working on the Wormwood. Your allies now include Sendera, Barefoot Sam's Toppin, Gipper Tibbs, Cutthroat Grok, Rosie Cuswell, Croup, Ratline Ratsburg, and Owlbear. I didn't know we had befriended Owlbear. Well... And he's in for a friendly surprise. <laughs> he, I think the closest he's ever known to a friend right now is Masked Helmet. Throwing hammers at him. <laughs> even if he doesn't realize that Masked Helmet is looking to kill him. So I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Meanwhile, Master Scourge has been uh, making some friends of his own. And also slowly convincing Mr. Plug that you guys are no good. What? And soon. I mean, that, I got that. Is that much of a surprise? Yeah, I mean, I kind of got that, but. I mean, Mr. Plug just is just an all around nasty individual anyway. Yeah. But soon he might start specifically targeting you guys. Instead not of just, just whipping Sendara. Not <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, planting daggers in one of our lockers to do a surprise locker check. Interesting. So soon, this dynamic of choosing sides may just go too far. Dun dun dun! All right, so I think that uh, I think that brings us up to speed. You guys, uh, you can do what you will with that knowledge of Master Scourge, and uh, through that, everybody wakes up. Devoth, you wake up with a dagger held to your throat. Oh, do we see it? <laughs> Who's holding the dagger? It's not me, is it? It's not Manny. I swear. The person holding the dagger is. Aretta Bannison. Uh, and yeah, anybody who's... Unless you're like really dragging your feet getting out of bed, you would notice this. She's basically like... Devoth is laying in his hammock, and she's kind of behind him with uh, her arm reached around his... reached around him and has her dagger up against his throat. So this falls under that new mechanic I emailed you guys about oh, called okay. the hostage situation. I don't know how thoroughly you read about that. I did you see it? Okay. So I think we posted that on the Reddit page. It, yeah, it'll be posted. Okay. Um, so basically, a Reddit is in a situation where if she wants to, she can make a critical called shot on Devoth and most likely kill him uh, as easy as slitting his throat. The normal mechanics for this, it would be a lot less tense. She would just be allowed to make an attack roll, deal right, 1d4 right. plus 1 damage or whatever, and then combat would begin. Right. All right. So you have a dagger to your throat. Aretta leans into your ear and says, You spread any rumors about me? That depends. Are you planning to jump me again? I've got a rumor for you. Slippery Sly's dead because of your crazy friend. I'll do the same to you if you're not careful. She removes the dagger and walks away. As she removes the dagger, oh, so it's a keel hall you're looking for. She stops walking, turns around, and laughs. <laughs> you're so naive. And she walks upstairs. I just kind of chuckle, like, well, it seems I've pushed some buttons. 
Well, danger's over. Uh, what does everybody do? Once, uh, once Aretta is out of sight, I kind of give my neck a quick rub to make sure I'm not bleeding. Just mental note, I have to look out for that one. Mental note on this side of the table, I will also look out for that one. Well added. I do actually get up and I go to check my locker. Oh, smart. Just want to see if something it's not as just... bad happened to get into. Yeah, I, w- <clears throat> I would do that too, considering the events of, uh, the last couple of days. Okay. Make it three. <laughs> yeah, let's all do that. All right, so everybody checks. We're going to uh, be high school locker buddies. <laughs> everybody checks their respective lockers and uh, do not find anything sinister inside. Okay. As I open the locker door, without looking over to the north side, I just say, why is Aretta so pissed at you? <laughs> it might have something to do with uh, me telling Grok that she threw the daggers overboard. How did Grok take that? She was not very happy with Aretta. I believe she called her a fucking whore. Maybe Aretta got tipped off you spilled on her. That would be my presumption. I'm sure uh, Grok went to Scourge or the captain, and Scourge then told Aretta what was going on. Sounds like someone needs to have an accident. He closed my locker. <laughs> I, I pull out my axe. Yes, an accident. Oh. <laughs> As I'm walking away, I think about how good yours was and how I need to work on <laughs> my game. A pun and a threat. <laughs> a threat. A threat. You have your dagger on you? Always. I keep it in my boot. Oh, yeah. I, I carry my hammer and my dagger with me. The only thing I don't carry is my shield because it's big. Going forward from here on out. Manny's normal process is going to be to keep his musket strapped to his back during the day while he's working and put it in the locker at night and then he wakes up in the morning and go back. Okay, so unless you're sleeping, you always want to have your gun. In lieu of what I just saw when I woke up, yeah. Okay, that's that's a good idea. Alright, any, anybody else have anything to do or say before we start the day? I was going to change up one spell from color spray into floating disc. Like, just for today, or that's going to be your new default? Just for today, I'm going to... I have a couple things that I'm probably going to change in and out, but yes, for today. All right, so you guys go up above deck, mm-hmm. and everybody's given their tasks, and Master Scourge looks at you all and says, hmm, you're not doing your normal jobs today. <laughs> you can report to the Master Gunner for boarding school. <laughs> so who's the Master Gunner? No sooner do you think that to yourself when when a, a harsh, rough voice sounds right behind you and says, I'm the Master Gunner! Oh, I stand at attention. I'll spin around like, what the? Who's that? You see a woman with a peg leg. She's Caucasian, but her skin is just so tanned by the sun. Like, it's almost like leather. Mm-hmm. Uh, her nose looks like it got broken in like three different places. She's wearing a red bandana over her head. She looks like this. What a babe. Angry looking lady. Like I said, what a babe. You've seen this this woman probably the most frequently out uh, beyond Scourge and Plug. Her name is Ryrus Crine. By the end of the day, you're all gonna know how to board a ship or die trying. I'll turn to, I'll just kind of like whisper over to Mastelman. I like this one. Yeah, she's sassy. She's like a devout. Alright, so, Ryer's Crine brings you over to one of the ship's longboats. Okay. Uh, like one of the rowing boats. Um, and you are lowered down into the water. 
Before that, could I run down to the quarters and grab my axe? Sure. Okay. I do that, I come back with it strapped on my back. Where have you been? I point on your shoulder. If we're learning how to attack, I figured I would want my weapon. That's good thinking. All right, so two of you at a time, actually, are lower down one of the jolly boats. I um, go first. Who else volunteers to go first? I throw Scram in with me. All it's right. like, come on, this is easy, let's do it. <laughs> All right, All right. <laughs> grab my collar and jump in. <laughs> All right, so so Scram, Helmet, and Ryrus get lowered on one of the jolly boats. This exercise consists of the characters in the jolly boat Throwing grapples onto the wormwood from forty feet away, tying the rope off, and then boarding the worm the wormwood by climbing along the rope. Sweet. To make it interesting, however, Crying has instructed four random crew members Aww. to hurl objects <laughs> at the boarding characters in an attempt to knock them off, simulating a real attack. Well, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Ryer's hands helmet the grapple first. I just want to know while they're doing this, I'm just going to be. Off to the side, like, watching, but just with my axe in my hand, just kind of, like, just kind of swinging at the open air, making sure I'm not hitting anyone, but it's just, like, mm. I haven't held or used the axe in so long, I'm just kind of, like, reacclimating myself to Get it. your form back. Yeah. Sure. Also, maybe showing off a little for anybody who maybe a little bit. happened to be watching. <laughs> Accidentally decapitate. <laughs> Alright, Helmet, give me a ranged attack roll. Eleven. Alright, so that hits it. Yes, that hits barely. that exactly hits it. <laughs> now we need to make some climb checks. I let out a triumphant uh Got her! <sighs> yeah, and I'm like miming like pulling her in. It's as if I could pull in a boat to me. <laughs> sure. I'm kinda of making a show of it, you know. Okay. Like anyone could do it, even masked helmet. While you're doing this, let me uh let's let me randomly select oh. the NPCs. <laughs> Come on, no Phipps Chumlet. No slippery sly. She's well, dead. I took care of her. Ratline Ratsburger. Yes! Aretta Bannison. Oh no, that's not a good one. Although, I Sandera. Think... Oh, And Gipper Tibbs. Oh, freaking sweet. Are those four that we'll be throwing for both groups? No. They gotta rotate the workers. I'm kind of glad yeah, I don't have Aretta true. throwing things at me. Oh. <laughs> she would throw. She would slip a dagger in that so just start launching it. <laughs> Alright, so, helmet. Give me a climb check. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, 23, Bob. Ooh. You can take a double move with a successful climb check and move half of your speed. So you move 15 feet. Uh, mm-hmm. and you got to make it 40 feet. So after 15 feet, attack rolls. Yeah. What's your AC? 17. Good thing I wore that armor. Aretta seems to be the only one really focused on hitting you. Yeah. The others are kind of like, like, oh, where's it going, helmet? Yeah. Oh, and kind of throwing stuff and... Like, aiming for the general direction of you, but not really into, I want to fucking nail yeah. this guy. Everybody missed. So, uh, go ahead and make another climb check. Alright, as I'm making this climb check, I'm like, Come on, guys! At least pretend like you're trying to hit me! That's, a uh, 20. Alright, you make it another 15 feet, you've got 10 to go. Alright, so this time... Uh-oh. Sandera and Giffer, they they each get you, like, right right in, like, the visor... With with a couple apple cores. Oh, boy. <laughs> Give me a reflex save. 50. All right, you do not fall off. Yes! Give me your last climb check. All right. I'm going to yell out, uh, Phrasma! As I roll another 21. Ooh. All right. As you make the final stretch of that rope, you hear a very distant, 
Plasma! <laughs> Make coming an ally from, out of him. Coming yeah. from somewhere <laughs> on the ship's deck. It's Ratslide! Or, oh no, it's, uh, it's Cog. Yeah, it's Cog. <laughs> Alright, so wow. Uh, that's more or less a flawless run for for Helmet. On the side of the ship, I do like a planted Olympian pose. Like a, what's up? Stick <laughs> yeah, I stick the landing. Sandera gives you a very, like, exaggerated, like, giving you the shh. And, uh, like double finger whistle. As I step down, I put two fingers to my eyes. Uh, I point at uh, Aretta as if uh, <laughs> I'm watching, I'm you, watching bitch. you. Her Real- face kind of tightens for a second, and she like goes to approach you, and like the other three are like, no, 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 no. Yeah. All right, Scram. Oh God. Oh, can I join in? All right, fine. No one's <laughs> gonna stop you, I guess. It's not, <laughs> not a teammate. Oh, come on! It's like a. Fer- I'm not gonna help give you me, with daggers. Give me a ranged attack roll. Can you arrange attack roll? Base attack bonus plus dexterity. Can I just be magic missile? No. <laughs> you you gotta throw ship. the grapple onto the ship, Scram. Oh, You're not attacking for missile? real. That is a 15 minus 6. Yeah. You got it. Nice. Awesome. On the first try, huh? Try to show me up. You still got the climb, though. Um, yeah, that's not gonna... Alright, give me a climb check. Uh, that's a 7. You fall in the water. I laugh. In character. <laughs> Ryrus pulls you back into the jolly boat by, like, the scruff of your, your shirt. Do it again! Oh, okay. Hey, come on, do I, have to, do I have to re-throw it? No. Oh. You're trying to get on this boat, not that one! <laughs> <laughs> That's a nine. You fall in the water. Awesome. <laughs> do it again! This time you have to re-throw the grapple. Oh, you can do yeah, that. that- <laughs> could throw the grapple just fine. Oh, glad to waste uh, your good roll. That's time. seventeen. <laughs> All right, Say natural twenty plus two, so twenty. Very good. All right, now everyone starts throwing shit at Scram. What's your AC? Uh, that is twelve. Aretta and uh, Sandera each hit you with some trash. Make a reflex save. Three <laughs> plus uh, plus two five. Ryrus just starts like, like swearing, like just this long <laughs> chain of profanities. You now know where the term "swearing like a sailor" comes oh. from. <laughs> Motherfucking titty sucking blue ball bitch. She pulls you back in the boat. Says, "Whatever, you got the fucking hang of it, I guess." She I, sends uh, you back up. I, I <laughs> high five Zandara. I, I climb. <laughs> you, you can climb a rope ladder without a check. Oh. You're fine. I you high five Zandara. Oh, beamed him. She says, yeah! She gives you a, a really enthusiastic high five. Nice. Scourge comes along and tells those those four to get back to work and reassigns four, <laughs> four new NPCs. Meanwhile, Ryrus uh, brings Manny and Devoth down in the jolly boat. Yeah, yes, Tom? Can I actually have a quick one, a uh, quick quip at, uh, at Sandera? Sure. Oh, can you heal me? Oh, I forgot. Oh, <laughs> dip! Oh, too soon. Damn. I whap Scram upside the head. Show a lady some manners, boy. What's your CMD? Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, 12. She just shoves you off the ship. <laughs> I do a barrel roll. No, you don't. Uh-huh. You land like a fool. You have to climb back up the rope ladder. <laughs> climb up. The you feel real ladder. stupid. <laughs> S- Sandera like offers you a hand as you as you get to the top, and she thinks that there's no hard feelings. No, there is not. Okay. It'd be great if she offered you a hand and then just like, threw you <laughs> off again. <laughs> Didn't get enough distance the first time. 
Yeah, because he was able to make it back to the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Manny and Devoth go down, and I now, stick around if it's okay. To... This time it is Mahim. Oh, oh God. Tam Narwhal Tate, Rosie Cuswell. Okay. What was that for? That was three. That was three. Mahim Narwhal and, and Rosie. And Jack Scrimshaw. All right, that could have been worse. Die? Yeah. No. No, he didn't die. I, I was saying yes. I know. <laughs> no, he did not die. Yes, it could have been worse. <laughs> All right, who's going first? I'll go first. All right, Manny. Natural 20 to hook it. And a two on the climb. Okay, so uh, you like <laughs> Whoa, you slipped. grab the rope and like your foot catches on the edge of the jolly boat and you just trip off the side. I'll Try again. It, I give it a chuckle. <laughs> oh, come on, Manny. You're better than that. Eight on the first one and a fifteen on the second one. Alright, the second one you're okay. And a nine? You fall off. Everyone forgot to throw stuff at you, but I guess that doesn't matter. Natural one. Oh my god. Motherfucking titty tits! <laughs> bitch fart! You're done! She yanks the rope so the grappling hook falls off the ship and you fall, fall in the water again. I said you're done! You get the idea, I guess. Alright. Alright, Devoth. I'm hearing good things about you. Don't let me down. Devoth's the man! If he All can't right. do it, helmet can! <laughs> Natural 20 on the uh, grappling hook. Alright. You just, like, like take that grappling hook and just, like, one single motion. <laughs> and it just, like... It blows through the rail. <laughs> <laughs> I've got this. <laughs> and I start climbing. Are you wearing your scale wheel? No. I grab the axe, but I'm not wearing the armor. I say, if you fall in... <laughs> Sink. Uh, that is a 23 on the climb check. Alright, time for attack rolls. I'm really gonna pepper one at him. <laughs> he can't take it. He's Devon. Oh, Scram's getting into it? Yeah, Scram's Natural one. Oh my god. Does he slowly fall in? <laughs> roll, roll, to, roll to confirm, Tom. Yes. Oh, oh What's your AC, Devon? Uh, my AC is a 12 right now. Oh, I got 18. Um, All right. Dice. So not an actual fumble. What did you get? Would be great if you pelted um. Manny with it. <laughs> <laughs> Just banana peel like right to the face. I got a five. Rosie gets you pretty good. Okay. Make a reflex save. Nineteen. Nice. You're good. I Another climb. Out. The dude's an animal. <laughs> uh, the next climb is a twenty. Okay. And okay. I'll even call out again, like, "Come on, you can throw better than that." Oh. A nineteen on the dice. So this time Tam and Scram get you. Make okay. another reflex save. Twenty three. Wow, we're rolling wow. rocks tonight. Uh, yeah. right. Just starts kicking them back. Making up for last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make your last climb check. Last climb check is a nineteen. All right. So Devoth and Helmet both had uh, pretty comparably uh, flawless uh, runs. Manny and Scram, though. We're, we're not the ones that were made to be boarding. Yeah, we're, we're meant to stay back. We're defensive. Yeah. When Devoth uh, reaches the top, I kind of throw my, like, lob my garbage at him just so I can say I hit him. Because he did such an awesome job. Just like, oh. I take it back and just plop it on top of his helmet. Oh, we're getting wacky tonight. <laughs> Alright, so uh, with that, Ryrus uh, rows the jolly boat back and she, she says, can I give you a lift? Despite the quickness of that, it was kind of, like, extrapolated. It actually took pretty much all day. Right. You guys don't actually have to do any working today. Uh, can we still do a ship action, or... Nope. Okay. Give and take. No, that's fine. But, anyone who wants to can, uh, 
Make a knowledge, geography, or profession sailor check. Ooh, profession sailor, huh? I just got some points into that. Hmm. 24. 21. 13. Manny and Devoth, uh, you see that the ship is heading southeast. The slithering coast can barely be seen far to the northeast. And the Wormwood has officially left the shackles and is Ooh. now in the Fever Sea. The slithering coast, Manny and Devoth also happen to know with their good skill checks, uh, is named for the many poisonous snakes and naga that inhabit it. Many free captains of the Shackles will often try to befriend the Naga, as they're a great source of local knowledge and also a great source of poison. Such relationships are tenuous at best, though, as Naga are very suspicious of outsiders and not exactly the diplomatic type. So with that, dinner is served. It tastes good because crew prepared it. (laughs) (laughs) Low blow. And now it's bloody hour. Hooray! Helmet? I'm not getting whipped today. Yeah, you are. You have you one still... whip left. Oh! <laughs> I guess I'm getting whipped today. <laughs> Last lashing for, for helmet. Forever. Ha-bah! That is four non-lethal damage. Yeah, whatever. Scram. You've got two lashes left. From collapsing in the heat wave? Yeah. No! Oh, oh. Yeah. Ha-bah! Five damage. Ha-bah! Another five damage. Still up. Yeah. Oh. Ryrus comes up, <gasps> and she's got the length of, like, a knotted rope that she's, like, kind of, like, bat against one hand. And she says, my turn! Oh. You get six rope bashes. Oh, <laughs> my God. Not as bad as it sounds. One rope bash equals one non-lethal damage. Okay. So, subtract another six. Okay. That's where you're at. Are you up? I'm down. Helmet was having a lull, but then when he went down, he was like, oh. Uh, someone comes and uh, unties Scram and drags him away so that Manny can be brought up, who also failed his boarding school. Ryrus administers six rope bashes to you as well. And with that, you guys can take your nighttime ship actions. Sweet. Uh, should we do the rum? You should do the rum. I get rum. I take a drink in celebration of my boarding school success. <laughs> and I get drunk. Twelve on my sleight of hand. Uh, ten on my fort save. I make it a point to drink with Devoth today, <laughs> as we're a totally awesome boarder. Scram's enjoying deck life. Just you know, this laying kind of, down. This kind of tastes like climbing. <laughs> oh, it's it, got those... It tastes like success, yes, doesn't it? Subtle notes of success. <laughs> None of that bitter salt water. Helmet must just be copying whatever Devoth says, because he really has never... Felt success. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am basking in the shadow a bit because he's Devoth and I'm Helmet. All right, so Devoth, you failed your fortitude save. Yep. All right, so figured a ten would fail. You don't take any con damage. Yes. You take one penalty to wisdom. You get plus one to the charisma. Helmet. Seventeen on whatever I was rolling for. All right. Was it a fort save? Yeah. yeah. Twenty-three. Manny, you're good. Does anyone do anything about Scram? Yeah, I will uh, drag him down into the hold and and give him a heal once we're out of sight of uh, everyone else. Okay. So I did stop laughing at him. I think that's <laughs> that's <laughs> Scram wakes up first thing he hears. <laughs> so Scram, you recover nine HP. There you go. All right, nighttime ship actions. I uh, for having such a great day. I'm going to flip mode this and not plot any murder. Ooh. I'm going to befriend some of the ship people. 
All right. And I'm like a little drunk mood. I want to tell him like Devoth style, like my total awesome story about boarding school. Now, so there I was, right? Like 80 feet away from the ship. You don't think you could throw anything that far. A grapple? 80 feet? 160 feet? So are you entertaining the crew or trying to influence one person in particular? Um, yeah, maybe cornered one crew member <laughs> off. So you're, you're telling your, your, your fisherman's story of boarding school. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just keep, like, keep making it more grand. You so want me so to who ran- do you corner? Do you want me to randomly roll who you corner? Yeah. Not someone who is like a baddie. Because I just wouldn't talk to them. Let's see if well, I can find the description for me. How about Crocobar? Is he around? Crunchbar? Crunchbar. Yeah. Crunchbar. <laughs> oh, Crunchbar. I'm going to call him Crunchbar. <laughs> hey, right. Crunchbar. Maybe you'll have better luck with him than I did. Yeah. God damn, that guy's tough enough to crack for me. Yeah. So you corner Crunchbar. Yeah. And you, you give him your uh, your long-winded tale. And yeah. The whole time he's just like, I was I was about to go down and get some sleep. And you just oh, keep going sweet. like, oh, yeah, like, come back here and like, listen to my story. So, roll me a diplomacy check, I'm assuming, is what you're going for. Oh, yeah. Be like, listen, Crunch Bar. <laughs> I'm just going to straight up diplomacy you, alright? You want to go to sleep? Fine, I'm going to diplomacy you. 20. Not actually. The end of it all, he goes, he goes, well, that's, uh, that's one for the books, that is. Can I go to bed now? Okay, okay. Let's go to bed. <laughs> no. And I put my arm around him, and right. I just kind of, like, walk him, like, downstairs. He's a I'm- gnome. <laughs> <laughs> I have your hand on his head. head. <laughs> He's like, nah, hey, hey, hey now, fella. Uh, Alright, we're going to bed. Jeez, that's what you want. You want to listen to my awesome stories. About how I once threw a rope a thousand feet. So, uh, you get the uh, the idea that Crotcher wasn't quite impressed with your story. Okay. Matt Matt wasn't wrong. He was a tough nut to crack, that, that uh, crotch Real bar. quick, I did the math wrong because I have a charisma bonus. So <laughs> if it helps me at all, I actually have a 21. Still not okay. quite. <laughs> okay. So, all right. To really sell it home, as I'm drunkenly patting his head and walking to bed, <laughs> I start doing a, like a charisma, <laughs> charisma, oh <my laughs> waving <God>. my mug around <laughs> <laughs> to see if uh, any followers... Uh, take my bait also it's my default now for but i'm trying to get people to like me i just start saying for asthma for some reason it worked that one time yeah it worked that one time therefore you get the feeling that there might only be one follower of asthma on the ship and... it's still fun to say <laughs> making it to like a little song all right anybody else got some uh got some ship actions yeah um i would also like to influence someone i want to talk to mahim hello little man how big is Mahim? Oh, you know what? Uh, what's his name? Uh, I- Idris? Iblis? Idris uh, Elba? Idris Elba. Okay. Uh, plays Mahim. Mahim. So yeah, uh, you approach me and says, hello little man. Well done with boarding school. I thank you, thank you. You did the, I know I, I tried to be a little slippery on the roast, but you did well throwing stuff. I appreciate you not holding back. Mahim never holds back. That's good. No one gets better by holding back. That's why Mahim never holds back. <laughs> and I can tell you're probably very good in a fight. Very useful, very good ally to have. I never hold back in a fight, either. <laughs> I would expect nothing less. Mahim's a man of very few words. <laughs> um, what do you want? Oh, not, not too much. I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate what you did today. And I want to tell you that it may not mean much coming from me. We don't know each other very well. 
But I think you do an excellent job here, and I look forward to fighting by your side. All right, make an intimidate check. Oh, I'm just kidding. Wait, I was going to say it. I was confused. <laughs> he was ready to do it. That sounded pretty diplomatic to me. <laughs> I mean, he just throws it up. Or else. I mean, the intimidate would have been a 26, but the diplomacies are 24. Yeah. I'll throw an assist in there. Yeah, he really does look forward to fighting. Okay. <laughs> That's just enough for an assist. Hey! So That's 20, Manny, just enough. <laughs> 26 total. Alright, yeah. Nods his head, got his, got his not bad Obama face on. <laughs> Yes, when we finally find a ship and the fighting starts, I will be by Devoth's side, not holding back. Oh, wow. Perfect. So, uh, yeah, I'd say you can count Mahim as a, as an ally. All right. There you go. Anybody else got a ship action? I do. All right. I'm going to try to set forward a plan for tomorrow night. But first, uh, and it's not going to take uh, so many words to uh, possibly convince this to happen, so I'm going to take my other thing, I'm gonna let you decide on whether or not I can do this. Okay. Tell me uh, this thing. First things first, I want to try to uh, talk to Tam Narwhal. Oh, okay. By first, yeah. do you mean you have a couple ship actions? No, no, no. I, the only sh- this is the only ship action I have. I just wanted to talk to, uh, to Rosie Cogswell uh, just for a tiny bit. Hold a on. Do you want to do you want to talk to Rosie Cuswell or Cog Cogsworth? C- Cuswell. Okay. Cuswell. Just like a quick sentence, not even like. Sure. You know, just like an in passing. Instagram. Yes. A free action. Who are you talking to first? Uh, I am talking to uh, Narwhal. So, right, so you approach Tam. How would you do with the uh, with the uh, with boarding the ship? I did okay. Did uh, I did better than you? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty certain everybody did better than me at this point. Uh, Manny did a little worse than you. You actually got you made it like halfway up the rope. That uh, Manny kept tripping right out of the boat. Hey, I heard that. I don't know. I've definitely seen Manny uh pull rope uh well before. I've seen him push rope, and I've seen him pull rope. <laughs> How far did you get? What do you care? Just making conversation. All the way. That's how far I made it. That's great. How long have you been on the ship? About a month. Have you seen any action in that month? Not so much. They scooped me up from Olo, and uh, from there we went to we went to Hell Harbor, and then Port Peril. That's where we picked you up. We haven't been outside the shackle since. So I'm hoping we see something soon. I'm hoping so too. Uh, I'd like to prove myself to uh, the rest of the crew. I would just like to make a diplomacy at this point. Sure. Yeah. Christ. The role is pretty accurate. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Why don't you fuck off? I'm done talking to you. <laughs> All right. Now, Tom, uh, I have noticed that anytime you try to talk to an NPC, you've been like consistently asking them how long they've been on the wormhole. Yes. I don't know if you've noticed, but pretty much everybody who you've talked to about that hasn't been on the wormwood for very long. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm more of trying to gather a sense of what their loyalty is to the ship mm. so far. So um, what I'm getting at is. It may start to occur to Scram that it doesn't seem like there's really any veterans on this ship. Everybody seems new. I haven't that asked you've the officers yet. So well, sure, you haven't, yeah. and there's plenty of crew that you haven't talked to still. But you've only ever talked to people who are new. That's kind of strange. And you know we're all new. Yeah, the four of you are all new. Rosie, Cog, Crunchabar, and Sender are all new. So that's 
eight between the the NPCs and you guys, and then I, like you've talked to like three or four people, yeah. and they've all been new. Everybody seems new. Yeah. Strange. So I uh, I seek out Rosie for that quick one sentence kind of passing. Okay. I'd love to see that. Uh, love to see you play fiddle tomorrow with uh, Devoth telling one of his stories. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll take you up on that. You really like my fiddling that much, huh? I I do. I actually uh, really enjoy it better than uh, some of the other singing that I'm hearing across the boat. Well, Horasma, that was uh, quite the worst song I've heard so far. All right. So uh, I guess with that, everybody goes to bed. Everybody wakes up the next day. While I'm doing my studying, I check my locker again. Okay. You find nothing suspicious and everybody wakes up. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna like that. I'm gonna make that part of my daily routine is before going up to, for a job, check the locker, and make sure all my stuff is there, and nothing unexpected is in there. All right. I'm gonna wake up early before everyone else. I've got a yeah. I got all something in the works. And well, what are you what are you doing? So if I may wake up before everyone else, I'm gonna not not too much earlier than everyone else. Around the time where people are waking up, but okay. I want to be the first. Okay. I want to sneak over to old Crunch Bar's hammock. Uh-oh. And I want to just kind of surprise him when he wakes up. I want to be like, hey, Crunch Bar! <laughs> All right, so you scare Crunch Bar awake. Oh, bloody hell! Hey, pal. Oh, what what do you want? I just wanted to say, I think by now, with last night, you know, we're buddies, so see you out there. And I punch him and go back to oh. him. <laughs> right in the nose. All right, so... um. I'd like uh, knowledge geography or knowledge religion checks from everybody. Thirteen. Six. Ten. Natural one. As it turns out, Manny and Masked Helmet <laughs> both know that today is the day of silenced whispers. Oh. It's a holiday mostly practiced in a far-off nation of Ustal. Don't tell me it's a holy day for gnomes. (laughs) It commemorates the day where the nation was freed from tyranny. Before that day, they had been ruled for a few centuries by a necromancer named the Whispering Tyrant. Ah. Seems like a weird name for a tyrant, though, doesn't it? Honestly, I was hoping that today was going to be, like, a holy day of Phrasma. Oh, dude, that'd be (laughs) sick. I get totally crunked with that other guy. Although, if the guy's a uh, necromancer, he probably doesn't have to do any more than whisper to get his followers to. That's do. true. Yeah. yeah, they're usually pretty loyal. Yeah. It, it was a it was a tyranny filled with lots of undead. So, huh. and you know, phrasmites, asthmatics, <laughs> as it so happens, would probably celebrate this holiday pretty fiercely because phrasma hates undead. Oh, perfect! All right, so everybody goes up on the main deck. It's just another normal day, no school. Devoth, you're on mainsail duties, which does not require a fine check. Okay, as soon as I'm given the task, I go down and put on, put on my armor. And your axe? No. I'll leave the axe, but I, I wear the armor. Oh, okay. Scram, you're swabbing the deck. No one's gotten the bilges I since know. day one. <laughs> it's a one in six chance. That's pretty... That's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Oh, man, he's also swabbing the decks. Helmet? You find Croup awake. Hey! It's another special occasion. Uh, instead, instead of uh, instead of pork, Captain Harrigan wants some fried chicken. All right, everyone can make ship actions. Okay. I would like to 
influence Narwhal. Okay. Pretty much wanted to do just kind of a bit of a rinse and repeat what I did with Mahim. Just walk up and say, you know, thanks for not taking it easy on me during boarding school. Like, I appreciate you not holding back along those lines. I'll give him the assist. Alright. That is a 25 base. Natural 20. Oh. So 27 diplomacy. Alright. Tam responds with, uh, well, you know, it wouldn't, wouldn't be any fun if I wasn't going for the kill with that banana peel. That's very true. That's very true. Says, you know, I, I, I hear, I hear a lot of, hear a lot of dodgy stuff about you and your friends, but, uh, I don't know, maybe you're not so bad. Who have you been hearing that from? That's not important. Yeah, I'm sure Aretta's just jealous. I'd watch what you say about Aretta on this ship. That skink? Yeah, like that. Well, I gotta get back to work. You, uh, feel like you didn't befriend him, but you may have improved his mm. usefulness by a step. Yeah, something, something told me I kind of had the feeling that he was not quite on our side. Like, he seemed like one of the ones that Scourge would have been. So if I can plant some doubt, I'll take that as a win. Okay. Anybody else? I find of all. <laughs> Hello, little friend. Uh, do you mind uh, telling one of your stories uh, with uh, Rosie tonight on her fiddle? Musical accompaniment? All right. I love telling stories. What's the occasion? Nothing too important. Would I have heard them talking about what the day is at all? Maybe. I imagine you would be kind of wherever we were getting our signs our job. You know, it sounded like it would have been more like, oh, yeah, you're right. I forgot today was SW day. <laughs> and you know what? Cog's, Cog's uh, enough of a fanatic where you'd probably hear him saying like, like yeah, down with the whispering tyrant. <laughs> like, may- maybe not like saying exactly what the context is, but like. He's in. He's in the spirit of the holiday. If he, even if okay. he doesn't lay it out, what's he, traditional for the holiday? I don't know. But I'm just wondering. Would I know? Kilts and would I parts. know any like legends or stories about the Whispering Tyrant, and especially about like his downfall or anything like that? Yeah. Is this like the level of Christmas or Kwanzaa? Depends on if you're Christian or Australian. I'll just read a couple tidbits about the Whispering Tyrant. Uh, perhaps the greatest threat that the people of the Inner Sea have ever known. Even after his defeat atop Gallows Spire, he wasn't finished. The forces that brought him low had no choice but to seal him within the tower that was once his capital. Uh, his campaign was brutal, enlisting nearby orcs and undead. He quickly compre- conquered Ustalv and began a conquest that consumed most of central Aviston. He set down stones on the Isle of Terror intent upon making it his capital. His actions drew the attention of Aridin, the last Aslanti, who knew what destruction the Rune Lords had caused. So yeah, he was just uh he was an extremely powerful necromancer that lived a while ago and he got killed and then they had to seal him away. And here's all it says about the holiday, Day of Silence Whispers. Day of Silence Whispers is an Ustalvic holiday celebrated every ninth of Eridus, which is a month, marking the defeat of the Whispering Tyrant in 3827 AR, by the coalition forces of the Shining Crusade and the liberation of the country after centuries of undead domination. Uh, okay. It doesn't really say what observing the holiday means, but there you go. All right. That's just because basically what I do, like if I'm going to go along with his plan, I like I figure based on what today is, I'll tell the story of the downfall of the Whispering Tyrant. Okay. Really yeah. right. Cool. I'll embellish and make up some details as needed, but. Maybe throw a heroic half fork in there somewhere. Helmet? Yeah, so uh, I'm going to like fashion like a, like an armband or something, or like a bracelet, and I'm going to make one for Cog. 
Okay. Ooh, I'd like to hear details how you do that. Maybe I find some cloth lying around or some rope. You can find some rope. Some non-essential, non-ship-bearing rope. I mean, yeah, there's there's spare cloth for, for sails. Yeah. And, and there's you can always find spare rope. Perfect. So I gather up some materials. And then I make uh, two bracelets. Alright, roll up a craft friendship bracelet. Check, please. <laughs> Alright, that's a big roll. Oh, but I have craft. Oh, but it's not. Not friendship bracelet. Yeah, not friendship bracelet. <laughs> what is it? I don't know. Five. Craft, I'm not sure what. Five. You just rip a strip of, like, cloth. I just I'm, make it in I made you a bracelet, and he literally just takes the length of rope and ties it around <laughs> his wrist. <laughs> oh, you're making it sound shitty. <laughs> well, then uh, roll better next time. Yeah, yeah. So your roll made it sound shitty. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You, you, make, uh, you make Kaga a pretty sorry excuse for a bracelet. And right. tell him that it's in memoriam of Phrasma. Well, yeah, I want to like, I want to wear mine and then go up and present his. Phrasma, mm-hmm. and kind of like put my hand up with the bracelet on, like you and me, buddy, kind of deal. All right, make give me a diplomacy check. Yeah, I'm diplomacy all over the Or you can bluff if you got a better score. I'll give him a hand, and I'll walk as I'm walking by. I'll be like, "You already made your ship. You action already pool. assisted." Sixteen. I probably get some bonus for having this sweet friendship bracelet. He looks at the bracelet with a grimace. Which is bad. Right. He scowls at you and says, Is this supposed to be a joke? I look at him square in the eyes through my visor slash helmet. And I say, No. I would never joke about it. You and me, buddy. I made us symbol of togetherness. And then I try to explain the symbolism. Is the symbolism tied to Phrasma? It's like between me and him. It's not so much Phrasma. It's like a, I'm wearing one and you're wearing one. Phrasma? Like so, Team okay. Phrasma. So, we each have a bracelet that makes us friends. Also, we like Phrasma. On this day of Phrasma. So, he uh, he kind of looks at you again, like, kind of has his face of like, you're really going to make me wear this? Kind of like, like, puts it on, looks at it again, kind of sadly. Can he see the smile on his face through the helmet and mask? I don't think so. No. <laughs> Maybe he can nope. see the crow's feet on his on his eyes from smiling. He kind of just kind of walks away without a word. <laughs> I walk away and I say, grasp to anyone in particular. No, just myself. Okay. I just like saying it now. It's a special bond between me and this guy, and also now we have bracelets. Okay. And I'm going to be hurt if he takes it off. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get some uh, some skill checks for daily tasks. Matt, I want you to want to make a profession sailor or a strength check. Uh, profession Sailor is a 16. Great. Now make a Constitution check. Constitution check of a 9. Okay. Well, you're fatigued for the rest of the day. Okay. Manny and Scram. You're both swabbing the decks. Strength or Constitution check? That's a 8. Okay. Strength or Constitution check? 15. Uh, <laughs> you're both okay, although Scram is now fatigued until the end of the day. Helmet. Profession Cook or Survival check? That's a nine. Profession cook or intelligence check. That's a one. All right. Fried chicken it is. Don't ask them how they do it. Truth's <laughs> little secret. <laughs> Leave it to a drunk guy to know how to do it. <laughs> All right, bloody hour. I think everybody's off the hook. Sweet. 
Ooh, no that, whips. For is that anyone. a first time since the first night for us? I don't think so, but it's been a while. I feel like everyone, someone's had a whipping. I feel every night. We yeah. had some extended whippings. Maybe, like me, yeah. I was getting whipped for like a long. Time. I think this might be like the second night since we've got on the wormwood that none of us have had any whippings. Yeah, I think Pause it's for the first celebration. Night. I think. <laughs> Level two, huh? <laughs> <laughs> getting better at our jobs. Speak for yourself. I'm clearly getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now uh, it's drinky time. Let's get wasted. I drink up in preparation of telling my story. All righty. Someone asked me what I rolled. Hey, Scram, what'd you got? Uh, I'm going to try to... You're going to slide a hand up? Yeah. Oh, come on. Let's see. Uh, 13. Okay. You're fine. Nick? 18. Helmet? 20. Natural. All right. Helmet and Devon are drinking, and Manny and Scram are not. Correct? Yep. Correct. Alright. The boss, Ooh. two con damage. Oh. Minus four wisdom penalty. Alright. Plus three charisma. So I guess it's not all bad. Alright. Uh, helmet, minus four wisdom penalty. Wow, boy. <laughs> I'm at a zero to start. <laughs> <laughs> minus two. My wisdom's already at a minus one, and I just oh, took a minus four penalty oh, to it. Oh, boy. You got a plus two uh, charisma. Be a hey. out there making bad decisions. Plus two charisma. All right, so uh, it's now uh, nighttime ship action time. All right. Talk has quickly spread among the Wormwood that there's going to be some stories and music tonight. So, yeah, if there's, like, a, just a barrel kind of in the middle of the ship, I'll hop up on it like it's a stage. Sure. And it's like... Before you do that, or as you're doing that, Manny's gonna go for a second drink and post up as a get nice and cozy on a bench to get ready for this. Alright. <laughs> Stealing two drinks tonight. And just to really pepper it in, I don't know if this is gonna count for anything, but if I could do use moment of greatness where they boost each other. Um, I don't think anyone's giving out a morale bonus. Yeah, there's no morale oh, okay. bonuses as well. I'm not doing my raging song ability. I wasn't song. sure if the... I Listen up, motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if they were trying to... Uh, the morale between the two of them would actually... Yeah. No. It's bonus. Morale bonus is a mechanical okay. term, and we're yeah. not doing anything that gives it right now. Got it. Yeah, I mean, otherwise that's a good line of thinking, but... I, I Something tells me they're going to knock it out of the park anyway. Alright, so I hop up on a barrel... Gather around, my friends. In honor of today, this day of silenced whispers, I am going to tell you the tale of the death of the Whispering Tyrant. <sighs> and I launch into the story with presumably Rosie giving me dramatic fiddle flair. She assists with a 10. Alright. Ugh. Could have been better. With the assist, I get a total of 17. Alright. Still a good, a good story sesh. It's a story I'm not that familiar with. <laughs> Oh, right. sorry. Um, sorry. It's actually an eighteen. I forgot. I have a boost of charisma. Yeah, you gotta right. get those plus ones ripping. All right. So, uh, yeah, you enthrall everybody with your tale of the whispering tyrant. And when you finished, everyone kind of yeah. All right, Deva. Another good story. Yes, Tom. While that's happening, I got the action. But while that's happening, wanna... I also have the action. Okay. Dun 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 dun. dun. Scram! Give me your action. I'm going to check out that clock a little bit further. Ooh. I'm going to uh, get up as close as I possibly can and stealthing. You approach the ship's clock. A macabre brass and copper object 
depicting worms writhing through whale corpses. Ooh. 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 Uh, I'm going to use spellcraft. That is a 22. Ooh, baby. Uh, so the last time you checked it out, you saw that it was exuding divination magic, correct? Yes. Okay. The more you look at it, the more complicated this aura looks. You're sure that whatever magic sits within this clock is very sophisticated. You think that the most astute guess you can make without having like some additional uh, help spells designed to identify magic items or just becoming more learned, you think that it's meant to be a, a focus of sorts, like a uh, maybe for like scrying magic or some other divination type spells. Either this clock, it's a beacon. Either this clock is meant to be a beacon, or it's meant to amplify the magic in some way. You're pretty sure it's meant to be a magical focus for divination magic. What was the magic of the uh, storm that was? Uh... You remember that the that the storm had an aura of transmutation magic. I keep this in my head, trying to devise a way to possibly use this in my favor. Okay. Helmet, you had a ship action. That's yeah. also going on during the Whispering Tyrant story. Yeah, uh, I'm going to wait till the story's done, but I'm like hatching this in my head, being like, yeah, Whispering Tyrant, what's a badass? What's a badass? Motherfucking Helmet, Helmet's the badass motherfucker on this whole goddamn ship. It's about time everyone knew it. When that story lets out, and people are paying attention to something that's not badass to Bob. Well, now... Let me stop you right there. Stop me right there. Because when Devoth finishes his story, Kronchabar steps up. Oh. And he uh, he kind of puts a, a tender hand on Rosie and he says, don't stop playing, Shia. He waits until Devoth gets off the barrel. I hop down. And he kind of like <laughs> scampers on up and he sits down on the barrel. Can I just kind of low-key give him a little boost? Just kind of sure. like kick the bottom of his feet to give him a boost? Uh, yeah, all right, thanks. <laughs> Fuck her off. He says, uh, any of you heard the tale of Whalebone Pilk? I'm like, straight on Contrabar now. I'm like, I'm waiting to hear this tale. I was getting riled up with You're the like rock, but... your chair up Yeah, I'm, I'm all about this. Back when me dad's granddad was just a bugger in a diaper, Whalebone Pilk was a whaler on the Fever Sea. Pilk was famous for handing out lashings like Mass Helmet hands out stabbings. <laughs> I do. He'd turn old Scourge's ears red, he would He'd look forward to and would find any excuse to tie his men to the whipping post. While they was being flogged, he'd ring his bell with a manic glint in his eye. One day, Pilk's ship was out to sea and got caught in dead air. This dead air lasted for weeks, with the ship bobbing in the currents, dead in the water. When the ship's food stores ran out, the crew had to survive on the whale blubber they had. And each day, old Whalebone grew more pissed with his crew's inability to sail. Naturally, whispers of mutiny began after the crew decided that Pilk would start flaying them alive if the fucking wind didn't pick up soon. Mutiny didn't seem worth it, though, because they'd still be left adrift. So they decided that their energy would be better spent piling into the longboats than taking their chances on the open sea. Poor old Pilks saw the longboats as they were disappearing over the horizon at dawn. They say Pilk went insane with rage that day. That fucker rang his bell as hard as he could for the whole sea to hear. Crazy Pilk rang that bell for three days straight, his frenzy climbing with each passing hour. You may be wondering how old Pilk got home from that 
Well, you didn't. On the third day, that batshit old captain finally collapsed. Dead as poor old slippery sly. <laughs> that wasn't the end of Whalebone Pilk, though. They say his spirit wasted no time in tracking down his mutinous crew. His ghost ship, the Death Now, cruised the Fever Sea until it found each one of those poor fuckers. They'd get dragged onto the aft deck by the undead bodies of their fellow mutineers. And while Pilk rang his bell with utmost ire, they'd get beheaded and have their flesh skinned and stored as blubber. They say that today, Whalebone Pilk still haunts the Fever Sea. He doesn't hunt whales anymore. Now he hunts ships, crewed by mutinous sailors. Boom! And ends his story with a Ooh. chuckle. <laughs> We're in the fevered seas right now? Yes, you are. Ooh. Yeah, it's the story of Whalebone Pilk. Alright. And we can uh, start doing nighttime ship actions next week. We just did our nighttime ship actions. And we can go to bed right now and start tomorrow next week. See ya! See ya! See ya! See ya! Joe Jugglers! <laughs> I just want to. Let the record state that I like the party the most. I know oh, that that is definitely uh, Nick tried to throw it in there that he liked the party the most. Tried to pull a fast one on me. I don't know if you even remember the last time you partied. It was probably the last time you went out with me. Oh. And yes, the last time Joe did party was when I, he came out I with me. I think I remember uh, stashing beers here, actually. So I think I'll be drinking uh, three 16 ounces tonight. We'll see who parties. <laughs> And then driving home. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. <laughs> I always count. Oh, good. <laughs>